feel to be Mr. International. Mr. Worldwide. You are the pit prefer, you actually, are the pit bull of the five. east side of Cincinnati. Mr. Five One Three. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> I'm back, Gary. I know. You I actually did. went on another trip. I, that's why <laughs> yeah, that's back. the Do you have frequent flyer miles? I remember back yeah. in your old job you you really took advantage of some Yeah, I just got status on Delta again for the first time since uh twenty eighteen. Damn. I'm back in it. Do you miss traveling in the next row? I got uh, on one of my flights. I got bumped up to Delta Comfort. Did you make? Did you make the wife sit in the back though? No, she wasn't with me. This was my my oh, for, trip. Okay. Yeah, we actually flew uh, on our trip to Italy. We flew uh, British Airways, and we went through London. Direct flight to London, which was. Did you meet uh, Harry Potter? No. Hmm. He was. He wasn't in the airport. What's the airport's name? Heathrow. Heathrow. Yeah. Yeah. King's Cross is the train station. Yeah. Yeah. We we did. We were in a lot of train stations. We rode a lot of public transportation. In Italy. Yeah, in Italy. Did you ride a gondola? No, that's uh, Venice. Um, Venice. Yeah, we went to Rome and to Florence. You live right next to Florence. Why would you go all the way there? A different. Yeah, different Florence, y'all. I did. I was trying to pick out all the towns named after uh, Kentucky cities in Italy. There's because you know there's Florence, there's a Versailles. Uh huh. That's named after a Kentucky town, but that's in France. Yeah. Versailles. Sorry. Uh-huh. Paris. That's named after a Kentucky town. Paris. That's yeah. right next to me. Mount also, Sterling, I would in, be remiss not to celebrate. Your birthday. Yeah. Birthday Boys podcast. We, we right. missed yours too. Yeah. We uh, we both turned a year older. So I wanted to kick off the podcast with a trip down memory lane. Okay. <laughs> and th- this is interesting. Gas in 1989. Um, was $4.50 a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to look at the Billboard Top 10. Okay. From the years we were born, from the from the day we were born. Oh, the day we were born. I think I've looked yeah. at this before. It was. Um, right. Hold on, don't don't spoil it. Hold on, I'm trying to remember. We'll get to it, dickhead. Someone you... said that's like your the name of that song is your uh, your mo- your theme for whatever. I don't I don't remember what year it was, but okay. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, you do you want to go for first or you're, you're younger? Huh? No, I'm not going to play him. I'm gonna play, I'll play a, a clip of the number one song. Okay, I'll go uh, first. Okay, at number at number ten. Okay, when I looked at him, expose. I don't know that. I mean, I'm sure I, I do, but I don't know that one. Late eighties were not a. Uh, I do know the, the and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put your exact birthday out here, but yeah, it's October of eighty nine. Yeah, October of eighty nine. Number nine, <clears throat> Young MC, Bust a Move. That's a good song. I love song. that song. Yeah. That's a good song. Uh, number eight is It's No Crime by Babyface. Babyface. Yeah. He he discovered Boys to Men. And then number seven, classic Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith. Ooh, that's a good one. 
Mm-hmm. I might have been actually uh, um, conceived to that song. <laughs> um, the hold on here. Uh, okay, banger at number six, "Cover Girl" by New Kids on the Block. <laughs> they were in '89. I feel like they, I thought they were later than '89. No, I was thinking. Uh, like here's like, one that I did not expect in 1989. Are you ready for number five? Hold on, let me guess. Okay. Van Halen. They never Close. had any like top five hits. Close. Number five. Spending eight weeks on the chart. Mixed emotions by the Rolling Stones. Oh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. Number I... four. Listen to your heart. That's a banger. Number three is Sowing the Seeds of Love. Tears for Fears. Okay. Number two is Love Song by Cure. Now, do you... Re- That's a good you, song. Do you remember the number one song? I'm trying to remember because now... I'll, I'll let you take I one guess, and I'm, then I'm just going to start playing it. Is it Chris Isaac? That song, uh, um, I don't know. Play it. I, I've... I know before. Do you know this tune? Janet Jackson, right? Yep. Uh, I don't know. This is exactly the, the vibe as I was coming into the world. They might have been playing this in the background as you were uh, coming out of the birth canal. Yeah. Fun fact, I was actually born. Well, I guess it, it doesn't matter. I don't care how people went on my birthday, but the day after the earthquake that stopped the World Series. And nobody remembers that either. No. It was the Giants and the and it was the it was two California teams, the 49ers. Angels. Yeah, no. the, 40, the 49ers and the Giants. to the World Series. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny that the I mean we're in the game three of the championship series, and now it's, who's, it who's winning? Good. Who's even in it? Uh, Reds? Well, I was watching the Phillies and the Diamondbacks earlier. The Phillies are up two zero. And then I don't know who is Randy Johnson still playing for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, he's still out there hitting birds with pitches. Have you seen? So he's a photographer now, right? Yeah, he's. A Have you seen his 10. photography logo? No, is it him hitting it, a bird with a? It, it is a bird. Yes. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> I gotta look. I'm gonna look that up. While you're doing that, welcome to the Beers and Beers podcast. We're going down memory lane with uh, October 1980. Now. I don't really expect you to know any of these songs. I know 80s, early You'll 80s. know the number one song. The number one song is, uh, is, is uh, an all-time classic. Hold on. is um, oh, is it, Are the Bee Gees on it? <laughs> That's the 70s. <laughs> the Bee Gees like, ran through the 70s. Like, I never knew how big the Bee Gees were until it's like, you know, you look at like top-selling albums of all time, and you're like, oh, shit, Bee Gees have like seven of the top 12. That... That disco era hit like a freight train, and yeah. then, it, then it was gone. Is, right, here uh, we go. Daisy Jones and the Six on there. Number ten, Xanadu by Olivia Newton-John. I know that song with Electric Light Orchestra. Number nine, Looking for Love by Johnny Lee. I don't know. <laughs> Johnny Number Lee. Eight, uh, and I forget what movie this is from. You'll you may know this. Uh, I'm all right, but. By from Kenny Loggins. Is oh, it's Caddyshack. Uh, Caddyshack, yeah. Yep. Number seven, "Woman in Love" by Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. I forgot mm-hmm. she was a a big uh, singer too. Yeah. 
That is an awesome logo for Randy Johnson. Uh, He's got a good angle up there at 610. Late in the evening by Paul Simon. Okay. Of Simon and Garfunkel. Number five, Driving My Life Away by Eddie Rabbit. (laughs) That one I definitely don't know. Drive, Play that one. (laughs) Driving My Life Away by Eddie Rabbit. Yep. Um, I've never heard Eddie Rabbit. I don't know Eddie Rabbit either. Number four is Give Me the Night by George Benson. No, I don't know that one either. Number three, Upside Down by Diana Ross. Wait, Number what two. Was the song Driving My Life Away by Eddie Rabbit? Yeah. That's all you need to know. You don't even know what it is. That's That sounds 80s. Number two, All Out of Love, Air Supply. Oh, that's a, that's a classic. I still listen and, to that. So you want the, a classic of I'm classics. I'm all out of love. I'm you so will know my song you. in the first eight. In the first eight. Name that tune. Sounds. Yeah. Hold on. I'll, I'll say, hold on. Let's see. What day is your birthday? The fifth. Your day's birthday is the fifth, fourth, right? Third. Third. Oh, I don't know if I can do it in three seconds. I'll do it in five seconds. Okay. You ready? Yep. Another one bites the dust. Queen. There you go. Or is this the uh nope. it in three? Is this the uh vanilla ice version? <laughs> no. <laughs> they covered vanilla ice, right? Pressure. So there you go. Number one song. Topping the charts. I had Arby's the other day, Gary. <laughs> in in Italy? <laughs> yeah, that was actually... No one liked my joke about Italy, how McDonald's is like the uh, the embassy. That's, the but that's the first are. thing. The very first thing. I couldn't get my uh, cell phone to work. And I was like, crap. And I was, I Did you get... have to like get the international plan before you left? Yeah. But I couldn't get it to work at the Stupid. train station, that the first train station we were in. And to connect to the Wi-Fi, you had to like, you know, get a code in your email. I'm like, what? Or via text. And then I didn't have my, like, I couldn't get my phone to work. So I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do this? So I went into McDonald's to get my Wi-Fi working. The U.S. Embassy. Did you have trouble with it afterwards? No. That's good. I did. uh uh, so we went, we um, went from the airport and then we went into the you know into the city and you take a train and we bought tickets you know whatever and um, we got there we're like oh this is the train it's you know the time and there's a couple different <laughs> trains and and they they don't really look at your tickets there you kind of just have to know which one you get on and then if they have people come on they'll check which we never saw anybody actually on the train checking tickets but the very first one we <laughs> we got on. I realized about 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, this train does not have any stops. We got on the, I actually accidentally got on the, the express train to like the, the, the main train terminal. <laughs> That's how we figured out how to get to our hotel from there. So, so what I, I don't want to be that guy, but I have no, no aspirations to ever visit Italy for any reason. Yeah. I, I really, I, I didn't either. But what were you going to ask? 
but what if if there was something there that like you said that just made it whether it was yeah, the food the maybe something you wouldn't saw <laughs> no i will say everyone asked what's your favorite thing number one was the food by far even like the worst food that i had on a in a place was better than 99 percent of the food i've ever had in america so like you can tell did you try pizza Yes, we had pizza. I had a couple different pizza places, and they were all... Papa John's. I'm sure they're big over there. Papa John's, they're really good. Uh, No, the pizza was amazing. Like, you can literally just walk up to a random restaurant, and you'll be like, oh, this is going to be amazing. You can just tell. by And, like, the best places are the little... Like, there's some touristy-type places, and I guess the trick is if it has a menu out front in English... Then okay, that's that one's for Americans. That's not right. like the that's not the good local stuff. But uh, we even went to a couple of restaurants that had like menus out front, and they were they were still amazing. So, did you go I, to the world's first um, Olive Garden? No, <laughs> I did not. Is that where it's from? Taste yeah, Taste of Italy, tour of <laughs> Italy. I wanted to get a tour of Italy, but no one no one had that on their menu. Um, drank a lot the, of wine. The so. The the biggest thing is number one the food, okay. Number two the coffee is amazing. Like I didn't want to have to come back to America and drink our piss coffee that we have here. Our coffee, like, is the coffee of a country that grew up drinking tea. After I after I realized it, like, you know, yeah. America, like you know, we're a British colony. It's like, oh yeah, you're still British, but you know, you don't have tea. But it's like the it's like the coffee version of tea. It's, I thought everybody drank just Colombian coffee. I thought all no, coffee. No, why came would you drink Colombian coffee in Italy? <laughs> because Juan Valdez, motherfucker, like that's what that's no the, that's uh, the best. That's what I was led to believe growing up. Yeah. <laughs> the uh but yeah, so the, the coffee there is different. You either drink if you ask for coffee, they give you espresso. But if you ask so like you can also drink a cappuccino, which is just espresso with milk, which is that's what I drink most. And then you can get an Americano, which is espresso with, with hot water. But it's always funny. The Americano is more expensive than just the espresso. I'm like, all you're adding to it is water. How is it more expensive? I but also the coffee there is, is cheaper. And the food is way cheaper. Like we, really? would, we would go to a restaurant and we would have like 12 courses and be like, oh, 35 euro, which a euro is essentially a dollar. We'd be like, yeah, the, you know, oh, we're going to, we're going to ball out tonight. We're going to get every, we get appetizer. Because there you get an appetizer, then you get pasta, then you get your main dish. (laughs) Pasta is standard with everything. Yeah. Then you get your main dish, then you get uh, dessert, then coffee, and then you go leave and you go get gelato. But we would go and like, like I said, we had a place we went, we had every course. We shared a main course, but we had a, a half liter of wine. Which was six euro, six bucks. How in the fuck? Okay, you went to Italy. You were in Italy for like <laughs> six days. You're, I, I had a half liter. That's what it get, was. A half liter. No, it's not. But get standardize that. We're not <laughs> metric here. What is wrong six, with we had you? Sixteen God. ounces, eighteen, sixteen ounces of wine. There you go. Sixteen and a half ounces of wine. Uh, which is six six dollars, six American dollars. Um. And we, but we had a full, you know, full meal, and it was thirty-five euro. We're like, how? And you don't tip. Also, I don't want to put anybody on blast. I'm not a judgmental person, as you well know. 
Yeah. You are. But this is a no, no, what do they say? No lunk zone. This is, but your friends, they got married there. Yeah. They don't live there, right? No. Who in the, like, if somebody calls, hey, man, I'm getting married in Italy, I bet, man, good luck. Fuck (laughs) y'all. What are you talking like? Why they got married in Italy? They didn't want people there that, that, yeah, that weren't really, they didn't care for them. Wow. I would feel bad if, even if I, even if you had won the Powerball, the one point five billion dollar Powerball. So you like, don't have any friends that you would go. If I got married again, my second <laughs> wedding to Angie again, of course, and I said, "Hey, Gary, it's in Mexico City." No, her. Oh, hold on. Let's say. Uh, let's say it's in it's in a place you can get. It's far, but you can get a direct flight there. Let's say, I don't know. Let's say you get Paris. Would you go to Paris for me? No. You want me to lie to you? You wouldn't? <laughs> the hell no, I ain't going to Paris for you. We, do you have any do, friends but that you also would, I would, you would be go like, to a hey, Why would you want to do that when we could just do it at King's Island in front of the Eiffel Tower? I know that would be awesome. You know, like there's alternatives. They you know, did. I, it wasn't just random. They did have. So the bride, both of her parents were born in Italy. They both had. Were they? The, were the they groom actually? He, he's not Italian, but his sister actually lives there. Um, but so they did have connection. It wasn't just random. Like, hey, let's go to Italy, and it was it was a small wedding. It was only their their closest friends, of which I am one. Well, you just met them there, right? Yeah, we were <laughs> we were like, hey. Um, but yeah, it was a a a gorgeous wedding. I mean. I'm not even that guy. You cry? Like, oh, this was so beautiful. But it was just incredible. I, I teared up a little bit. I know, man. Wedding's someone did, Listen, someone you could die to tomorrow, me. and I'm I'm cracking jokes right. to, to our friends. Not out of disrespect, yeah. just that's me. But if you were to get right. married again, especially at King's Island, dude, I'd be boohooing. Someone did say to me, a guy I had just met, Bender. Shout out Bender. Um, he lives in... in Cincinnati region um, but he was like man it's like I would love to experience as many emotions as you do <laughs> just like I just I live I'm life drunk, Anna. bitch what are you talking about <laughs> exactly just about drink some more you get all the emotions so, yeah so the other thing I discovered there Gary probably my third favorite thing and you know I think I've talked about this how I'm not a wine guy right because I don't know wine I don't really right. know styles I didn't really know what I liked in wine but I discovered my my Magnus Opum, Opium, or whatever they call it. Whatever, my favorite. Did you wine. find Opium? That's my favorite. Yeah. Chianti, Gary. Right. Now tell me what Chianti is. It's a red wine uh-huh. that is, tastes like heaven. That apparently you mix with bava beans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Wait, Chianti. Wait, let me. So as we, as, but before we start recording, at David, the wedding, I drank an entire bottle of Chianti. You, you drank an entire liter of No, bottle. Lava this beans. was a 700. No. <laughs> the bottles are the same size as American bottles, like the wine bottles. But then, like, if you yeah. get, like, a house wine, I'm sure they're, like, it's coming out of a box. You but... think they just refill it in the back? Like, they just got yeah. a big wine jug and they just refill the bottles? Yeah. I mean, but even the house the house wines were awesome. As like, they... I wouldn't go and be like, oh, I need to, I need to see the wine list. Just, I imagine yeah. like every place would have a, like a lot of wines too, like especially restaurants. And they really didn't. They had each place would have like a handful of reds, handful of whites. Prosecco is the big thing there, like the sparkling wine, especially in northern Italy. 
Um, and they had Rosé, which I was surprised. I didn't know that they had Rosé in Italy. Rick Ross was there? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. the So those are that. And then the fourth thing that's amazing, Gary, that you have to experience is the gelato. Are you an ice cream guy? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like an ice cream guy? Yeah. No, the which it just is. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. We had gelato basically every day that we were there. And you go and you get like a full, like giant cone and you're like, oh, it's a dollar fifty. Like how are, how is this country surviving on? Well, but then you do pay like a tourism tax too. Like if you stay in a hotel, you have like a tourism city tax. Yeah. How was the hotel? Was it the first place we stayed in was like a boutique hotel right in the right in the heart of downtown? Bougie motherfucker. I swear we this was the only place we could afford. That's not bougie. (laughs) Uh, No, it was a it's like it was a smaller place Um, and it was nice because it was I think it was like Hilton's there. There's some most of the most of the hotel hotel chains. Yeah, there's a travel lodge. (laughs) Most of the American hotel chains are like nicer like higher end. And we're like, well, we don't, we're not the people that go and we don't, we're not going to stay at the hotel all day. So, I mean, if we we're going to a resort, that would be different, but yeah, yeah. We went to go, you know, have a place to, to sleep. Um, that Who is it? Bed bugs. That's our, our level of like, okay, no bed bugs, but it doesn't have to be super high end, like a resort. Dude. Like all the, all the American chains are like our resort level. Like they had like four seasons and stuff. And, um, a lot of Marriotts, but yeah, we say that like, is it just a small place? Like on like the third floor of like a. Do you have a balcony? Um, the the uh, elevator at the hotel was so small that we could not fit. We could not both fit in the elevator with our luggage. <laughs> I, I I put the it luggage was manually in drawn to. There was somebody, some Italian, just pulling the cord. <laughs> I put the luggage in with Angie and the Americans stairs. <laughs> it's like man. It is a wild though. Like you just walk, I mean, walking in the streets and stuff like you could tell the streets were there before cars were there. Like, like the streets are so tiny. Yeah. It's cobblestone. But like, you're also, those streets are so narrow and they're like driving, like there's like buses going down these streets. Like what the hell? And there's be like cars drive through like a crowd of people. Like it's just very like, you better get your ass out of the way. Exactly. It is funny though. Like there, and I saw this, um, this Bill Burr joke that he was, you know, he said all oh, the food and, and cause he was in, in the UK and he's like, Oh, it's terrible. And, uh, he said something else is terrible. Uh, they have shitty wine or something in the UK too. And it's like, that's because, and he walked, he's like walking on the street and that's like, that's because they put all their time and energy into their pubs. They have amazing pubs in the UK, but it's funny to see like what a country like cares about. Right. Like the food, yeah, the food there, the coffee, um, the streets and stuff like there's like graffiti all over the walls and you know it's it's not did you run into any made men no did you get the sense there was some crime there Mm, i mean i'm sure there is but the other big thing too we were like right in the heart of the city with like we gotta be stupid to do something in broad daylight with millions of people around like millions. that's not where the crime is happening. There were the crime millions is happening of people in the... there. Did you go to Coliseum? Yeah, I went to the Coliseum. Did, did, did you tour the Coliseum? You're like, hey, fuck somebody up here. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> it was funny. The tour guide. 
he said he loved like American culture, and he said most people their their um their reference point to the Coliseum is the movie Gladiator. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong about the movie Gladiator <laughs> as we're going through the Coliseum. I'm like, that's that's pretty awesome. I made me wish I would have watched Gladiator before. I've never seen it. Well, let me let me rewind. Yeah, have you never seen um, Silence of the Lambs? No, really. I, there's a lot of movies. I just saw uh, The Machine, Gary. I watched it on the plane. Home. That came out this year. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. There's a lot of movies. I never like. I did not have a movie family, and I was never a movie guy. So there's so many like quintessential movies that I've never seen. So I know I'm bad. And well, I try, but it's like there's so many movies. How do you get caught up with? I did think about going through like you ever see like the AFI like hundred greatest movies of all time or whatever. I you did know think the about top going... ten suck balls. No, I mean they're like there's some good ones like in there. Just and they updated every decade, I think. Black Snake Moan's in there. <laughs> I've seen that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Probably doesn't need to uh, go there. Hold on, let's see. AFI. While you're doing that. Greatest films. All right, here we go. Oh, they did hundred years, hundred movies. Yeah. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Oh yeah. Uh The Godfather's number three. Gone with the wind. Didn't care for either of those. Too you long. Like the Godfather? Not really. Godfather two's better. Lawrence of Arabia. Nope. Wizard of Oz. Maybe I'll watch The Godfather on. I always watch like Christmas is like my movie time. Maybe I'll yeah. watch The Godfather. <laughs> it's like a Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Uh, on the waterfront. Much less singing in the rain. What's like? Life. What's the most of these top one hundred? What's the most recent that's actually decent? Uh, Star Wars number fifteen, nineteen seventy-seven. That's <laughs> that's fifty years ago. Uh, let's see. This came out a while ago though, so it's not like the hundred years hundred hundred movies came out in. Um, I forget when it came out, but hundred years ago. Yeah, it was the. Whenever they're first. I know so, Psycho is on there. Pretty decent. Norman Bates. Oh, 1998. They did 100 movies. This is 1998. So You were seven. 2007, they did the top oh, 100 nine. movies. Up, updated. Citizen Kane. Raging Bull in 2007 moved up 20 spots. I it love didn't get movie. any better. It's good. It's a, yeah. Speaking of Martin Scorsese, his... Are you interested in his new movie that's coming out, Killers of the Flower Moon? So, as we discuss on this podcast very often, yeah, we listen to podcasts, and I get, yes. and I've, I got sucked in with the millions of other people into like true crime shit. Yeah. So I went, I went through a series that was like talked about the Osage. It did, yeah, and yeah. the murders, and I was like, holy shit! Did I, you read the I, book? You should listen to the 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 audio book is amazing. Of the it's of this, probably my top five. Yeah, it's called Killers of the Flower Moon. It's that's what the movie is based on. But it's I listened to like the true stories. I, I assume that's woven into. I mean, this that is a true story. story. <laughs> what do yeah, you think? They I, just made, made it up. I didn't know. Like, are the characters real yeah. people? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So the movie it reminded me a lot of. Um, did you ever you know In Cold Blood with Truman Capote? Yes. That style of writing. Interesting. Um, one of my top probably 
five to ten favorite books of all time. Uh, In Cold Blood is my favorite book. Did you ever? I mean, Charlotte's Web. Come on now. <laughs> but I'm reading the the second book by the guy who wrote um, Killers of the Flower Moon right now. It's not as good. What's it about? Uh, it's about a shipwreck in the uh, 1740s. Moby Dick. It's also true. Yeah. yeah, I've read two shipwreck books like in the last month. I'm on a sh- I guess a shipwreck. Uh, shipwreck theme. Vertigo, Alfred Hitchcock. That that jumped up a lot. The Searchers. Wow. All right. So Dinner. here's the here's the rub. Let's talk about drinking. Just in time for gifting season, Jim Beam. It's just Beam now. Beam is releasing these uh, three rare seventeen-year-old bourbons in a sampler pack. Now, I will say this coincides with what I'm drinking, but yeah, for the money. Generally, Christmas season, the Jim Beam samplers are a hit. Yep, like they're gonna. It, it's Jim Beam, so it's not. It's not top tier, but it's not gonna be bad, right? Um, but ah, what's this? So they uh, the tri pack consists of two hundred milliliter bottle each of Hardens Creek, Hardens Creek Kentucky Series Expressions, uh, Claremont, uh, Frankfurt, and Boston. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the same whiskey, like same mash bill, but it's just from yeah. different areas of Kentucky. Yeah. Frankfurt, I mean, Claremont, they're kind of close. I don't know where the fuck Boston it, is at. It uh, showcases the impact terroir. Is it like Boston, Massachusetts? I don't think so. Um, it's Boston, Kentucky. Boston, Kentucky. I don't know where that's at. I might have to look that up. It is. Uh, but. That'd be Nelson County. Okay, that's where Bardstown's at. Why didn't they just say Bardstown? Stupid. Probably, well, because they're probably like, cause that's a different, that's a different bourbon, right? People just know Bardstown. Yeah. This the 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 bottles of these look awesome though. It looks like something that would be an amazing gift for someone that loves bourbon. True, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but uh, Buffalo Trace just did the same thing. Like put some old. Bottles but theirs up, is like a thousand dollars, right? This is one hundred and seventy for, th- Which for is three like shooters. Expensive, expensive, but it's a gift for someone that wants like a yeah that would would drink a little yeah statement piece. I think yeah. So you do not enjoy this type of bourbon that I'm about to drink, but I do. I'm yeah. drinking Jim Beam. Yeah, Devil's Cut. Devil's Whoa. Cut. <laughs> so a little before? Halloween. I've had before, yeah. Yeah, it's Halloween theme. You Art. gave me a bottle uh, 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 from your gift. Like, for, you got the sampler. Char. What's, what's it called? Double oaked? What? This? Uh, the the Jim Beam. It wasn't Devil's Cut. That you gave me? Yeah. No, you gave me the Devil's Cut. You, you, you had tried it and you didn't like it and you gave it to me. Oh. Actually. Was it Devil's Cut? I thought it was like yeah. no. Double Char or something that it was called. Hey, that's what this is. Oh, okay. Episode 86, you had that. Damn. 2022. That was right after Christmas. That's when I gave it to you. Yeah, because you got it and then... Our third know. episode of 2022. I want to address something. I've not had any new bourbons. I'm just not interested in reviewing bourbon. I'm interested in drinking bourbon I like. Just drinking it, yeah. You know, like... One... We've tried... <clears> I mean, you've tried just about... Tried every, a lot. Everything from like $8... 
uh, bottles to uh, stuff that is essentially priceless. That oh, you I have get. I have put a bid in. Yeah, an active bid. I won't tell you for how much. On a bottle of 2022 birthday bourbon. Ooh. Guys, so Party Source is raffling off their birthday bourbons right now. And um, they, I think it's two, 210 is the retail price on it. At, well, at least at in Kentucky. In Ohio, yeah. it's, it's a little bit less. Um, but my bid is considerably <clears throat> higher than that. They, um, so Party Source, which is. And I don't want to shit on them because it's funny. It could happen to anybody, but they do monthly bourbon raffles, which is a chance to buy the bourbon. Right. And it's like, Hey, you sign up for our newsletter. You know, you get a chance to to buy it yeah. and they send you a link if you win. And they're like, Hey, you got to buy it within 48 hours and then come pick it up. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so the last month one, which I ended, I, I saw the second email before I saw the first email, but, they sent apparently to everybody that entered, uh, Hey, you want a bottle of Russell's reserve 13. <laughs> and apparently the link worked for anybody that used it. And it was just the first, how many, did ever they honor it? The, I mean, they only had so many bottles, but it was just how many, the, the first ever, like, I don't know if they probably had two cases of it or something. So probably the first 25 people that, that did it. Um, but they sent it to everybody. Which I got it too. And they're like, Hey, Russell's reserve 13. <laughs> Um, which we found out or I found out Russell's 10 tastes better. Yeah. According to a blind taste test. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I thought that was funny. So yeah, this month they had, um, this was the first month where I entered all of them. They had a bunch. Um, let me look. How do I get on that? Just go to party source and get on their At party source. My boy Stokes. Got, well, you have to uh, go to party source to pick it up, but you can come visit me. Or it might be the party source. I was just, I was up in your neck of the woods while you were gone. Yeah, you told me. I, uh, I didn't go see my children. I assume they were <laughs> boarded. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you wish you could just board, uh, human children? I wish I could just give them away. Raffles. All right. Here's a October bur- bourbon raffle. Uh, Blanton straight from the barrel, one eighty three ninety nine. E. H. Taylor Rye, seventy two ninety nine. No, thank you. Old Forester, one seventeen. Bottle and bond. This is a three hundred seventy five milliliter for sixty three ninety nine. I think I've got. No, I don't have one seventeen. Old Forester birthday bourbon two fourteen ninety nine, and then Weller twelve year sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, uh, okay, my buddy. Here. Matt uh, Stokes, shout out. He, um, his sister and mom were at Party Source and got him two bottles of. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I did want to say this. So, uh, speaking of raffles, when we used to raffle off stuff, we are not ignoring you. I just happened to look on our Instagram. We had a bunch of, uh, like requests for, like, just people sending us messages, um, all the way back from like February. So, <laughs> Uh, we are not ignoring you. I just did not see that it was a request. So, um, a request for what? Like, a, it's like a, if someone that you don't follow sends you a message on Instagram. It's oh, yeah, 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 request. yeah. So, yeah, we have a lot more fans than what I thought, Gary. No. <laughs> hey, did remember, I win? Do you remember when the code <laughs> was wet February? Mm-hmm. People, a lot of people sent us that code and they thought it was hilarious. And I was like, why is no one sending us this code? 
because I, I couldn't see him. Well, there you go. Well, shout out to uh, if you like that all dark waist fans from wet February. <laughs> dark what? Right around the corner. Dark char. That dark char. That like. So before we did this, I was I had a little work celebration. Not not. Just me celebrating some, yes. Yeah, oh, you celebrated. Okay, I celebrated some accomplishments. I won't say why, but I'm like, okay, celebrate. Okay, uh, a good positive outcome. Then positive outcome, and I did. And Abby's like, let's do, let's let's have a drink. So that's I picked it I, before I even saw the article that you put in there. I we did the devil's because she's like oh, that burns. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and she's well versed in bourbon, so it like it's it's not the high proof burns that yeah. like that. It's like that uh, campfire I, burn. Yeah, I was around charcoal all week, so Gary, all, my my hair, I think, permanently smells like charcoal. <laughs> Which I love the the like charcoal. Like you know, if you're at like a like a cookout and you like someone lights the charcoal and then starts smoking at first before it comes up to, to temperature. I love that char <laughs> because that's let, the smell of money to me. Let me let me tell you the story here, <laughs> and I won't mention any names, but it's not charcoal based but it's you'll see where is it someone i know no oh okay so i'm sitting at a table with a couple guys and we had just purchased uh or they had just purchased a pellet smoker yep and so they were talking about smoking meats and i'm i am not a fan of smoked things yeah you're not the generally meat, meat smoke guy but so one of our colleagues says what what do y'all put in that corn pellets <laughs> like generally asking the question didn't know yeah so and, and just the look of disgust from the smoker the smoking guy yeah yeah oh, like, those are they can be he looked, oh he looked it, it wasn't that it was like he just looked at him and said what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> and in that moment i laughed as hard as i've laughed in the last 20 years yeah i would I too was like Fair enough. What is corn pellets. Corn pellets. What the fuck? Put marshmallows in that bitch. <laughs> uh, um, do you make hot dogs on that? <laughs> Be don't. More. Yeah. So it. They say you can double them as a grill. No, you can't. Yeah. Really can't. I mean, yeah, you can't. You it's, can, it's, but it's it ain't the same. Yeah. All right. Tell me about your beer. Did you bring it back from Italy? No. This is from the great state of Cincinnati. Um, no. It's a. Uh, a beer. Hold I was on. In my local okay. beer store. Turn it. Bottle. Okay. The, what do you think I had in my hand? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I thought you had a fucking eggplant. It looked eggplant Egg- shaped. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Almost cockalicious. All right. Anyway, so this is uh, a brewery that um, they don't really bottle or distribute that much. But uh, I was in my local beer store. Um, and I, I, this is a place that I was not a huge fan of when they first opened, and I've, I've become more and more of a fan of them recent, you know, in the recent years. Mm-hmm. A place called Nine Giant Brewing. Nine Giant. Nine Giant. Oh, dude. Um, they were one when Angie and I first started going to breweries together in Cincinnati. They were one of the first ones that we went to because I'm like, oh, this looks like a cool. And she was only 20, and that was the one they would yeah. let her in. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, this is, so it's like a brew pub and and whatever. And we just went and they had been open for like a month. We just didn't have the greatest experience and yeah. whatever. I gave them, I've, I've given them more chances. They have definitely redeemed themselves. 
they and well, they're kind of like you. the are you're more open minded to yeah. doing something like that. Yeah. Me, you're dead to you're me. Like, bad to experience, me. you're dead. <laughs> like I'm not a no, guy that's gonna put a Yelp review or what's the no. what's the app you do for beers? Untapped. Yeah. I'm no yeah. one shit I'm on untapped, but I just want to go back. But they, I mean they they've been around for seven, eight years now and they still really don't distribute that much. Most of what they sell is at their at their tap room. Um so and I like that they they stayed they've stayed small and they're always like experimenting with stuff. Yeah. And I just saw this one on the shelf and it kind of like loud. a little bit. It uh it jumped out to me. This is a a Brett Pilsner. So Brettanomyces is like a Pilsner Pops. is a type, and that's a wild yeast that they use that's like funky that typically is used in sour beers. So which I do I like sour they, beers. It has that like what they say wet horse blanket flavor and oh, uh, it's definitely funky. The description of that. barnyard type of flavor uh tastes like, like horse shit yeah <laughs> corn pellets <laughs> um but it's it's present in a lot of sour beers but this is in a pilsner uh and then it, it also has cranberry and meyer lemon so it's like almost could be a summer beer but i'm like oh cranberry i think of like you getting like around thanksgiving why do Lemon? These I don't know. It just so sounded fancy. interesting. To it's me. cranberry and toasted almond. No, and... it has has that added to it. Cranberry yeah. and, and Meyer lemon added to it. What's, after what's it a Meyer weird. lemon? It's just like a I think a, a t- more tart type of lemon. They're like smaller, I think. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, but it was aged in. It says neutral oak barrels, a little bit of wild with a touch of funk. So, um. Smell, I smelled it. I was like, oh, I thought at first it was going to be more sour. It is not really sour at all. Like, that's it, kind of it's a, a very color. unique color. Yeah, it's like a, I don't it's know, peach, coppery peach color. Yeah, 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 copper. yeah. Or peach. Um, but same. smell, you get that Brett, Brett smell, but not overpowering because it could definitely overpower a beer that's a Pilsner. But it's also 6.7%, which for a Pilsner is high. But that's what you get that yeah. from the barrel, a little bit from the barrel. Yeah. So they probably brewed the beer and it was five percent, and then aged it, and it was you know bumped it up to six and six point seven. So not too high, but a little bit of a little bit of heft to it. And I like it. Kind of, it came in like a, almost like a wine looking bottle. Yeah, there's a five hundred milliliter bottle. There's a half a liter right here, Gary. You son of a bitch. Sixteen point nine fluid you ounces. Just, you just go back over there, <laughs> being being expat. Sixteen point nine ounces. Um. <laughs> But yeah, the so it's a little bit of, a little bit unique. Comes in a bottle, um, anyway. So it's it's not super funky. I get like definitely the lemony smell from it. Uh, not as much of the cranberry, but when I first poured it, it had like little specks in it, which I imagine was probably the cranberry because they were red. Um, but it doesn't taste. Super, I don't get a lot of the cranberry. But does does cranberry other than like very smooth, like almost remind like. A lot of the a lot of the lemon, which you get sour typically, like on the, I always get sour on like the tip of my tongue. Um, but slightly funky, a little bit of like it's got enough nuance that it's it's something different than what like I'm not going to necessarily drink this every day, but if I wanted something a little unique, I mean this yeah, oh, the beer is called uh, Full Disclosure, by the way. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I need that by Nine Giant Brewing. 
Um, in Never Cincinnati. fails. I'll go to post the podcast and be like, "Dave, what's that beer you drank last night?" I'll put oh. it in there. <laughs> I'm putting it in there. Nine Giant. N i n e. I I'm I'm familiar. <laughs> um. Yeah. So well, we gotta add songs to our playlist, but I guess we should add the the number one songs from one. Yeah, our, that's uh, that's why I did that. Um. What I fe- so this came out this week and the. <clears throat> This is where I think as a bourbon fan, I'm disconnected from that culture, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to say disconnected. They call them, which we never really talked about this on. So in Ohio, it's out, like they have allocated releases and people wait in line at the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the liquor stores, the Kroger liquor stores, and they call them taters. What's taters? I guess it's just people that are trying to buy a bunch of bottles and flip them. Yeah. And they're always in line. Tater. So... What what has come of this bourbon craze, which I think we we this podcast probably caused a lot of it. Yeah, it happened. Like, I mean, it coincided really, with our start did, in twenty twenty. It really did coincide with our start. Because I I remember I bought a bottle of Eagle Trace like week two or something. Or yeah, what I say? Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. Yeah, you did buy a bottle, and I'm I was like, oh, what's this? I never heard of it. Yeah, you know, and now good luck. So one thing that that part of the uh reaction to this is people scamming yep and counterfeiting beers or not my beer shit bourbon <laughs> bourbons and it's easy right if i had a bottle of whatever bourbon technically is bourbon and if you you're if you are just if you're somebody just getting into the spirits and you, you know you're excited yeah i have two bottles uh two empty bottles of Old Rip Van Winkle. I could fill it with whatever. Kentucky Gentleman. Seal it back up. Sell no, it to you. You'd, you'd be none the fucking wiser. <laughs> 99%. Let's say maybe more than 99% of people never would, would never. Would know. never know. They'd be passing that shit around. Oh, my God. I got some pappy. But so. <laughs> and the number one targeted counterfeit brand, Buffalo Trace. Like, does it say just the this Buffalo Trace distillery or Buffalo Trace brand bourbon uh, the distillery yeah uh, okay, i was gonna you, say yeah so if you open that up, trace is not that hard to get um, no if you open that up you'll see that uh oh yeah yeah the the, the it's talking blends, about eh taylor blends mrt lee all the wellers all that stuff so what they're doing and it's kind of I, I don't know if i they're putting an nfc tag which yeah. NFC is near Different field communication. So you could have an app on your phone, you buy a bottle and you can like validate that right there. Like, Oh, this is, this is what it is. It's never been opened. That just, seems, how do they validate that it's never been opened? I guess there's a chip in the cork. I don't know. In the bourbon. Yeah. Can you drink it? Uh, it says uh, here, let me, so let me wait. So hold on Gary. Mm-hmm. So they weren't able to get microchips in us. Via the via this via the jab. jab, so now they're like, all right, we're going to make you drink these microchips in the bourbon, and people are all for it. They're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So what it What's says next, is they're going to put it they, in our Kool Aid. They better not, but they put it in the cap. Um, oh, the cap, okay. Yeah. And so, you are supposed to drink it. Yeah. Drink <laughs> so that it's not there. <laughs> And the cork and the cat were in the cork. It, it just says the cap. Um, the spiritual industry has long called for a solution to this counterfeiting and technology exists. 
but for a cost. Near-field communication, known as NFC for short, allows data to be stored passively and read by a nearby device, such as a smartphone, with an enabled app. Um, brands such as Intact claim to have a solution for the spirit industry, which, with their first ready-to-cap capsule designed for wine and spirits. It says it was written in 2021. This is a new article. <laughs> what are you doing that. to me, Gary? It does say that shit. I don't know. I coming I, in twenty twenty one. I clicked Bourbon <laughs> News and this was one of the top articles. Oh really? Maybe they're bringing it back. Uh, maybe I don't know. Fucking breaking Bourbon, you sons of bitches. Jack Daniels. Anyway, American. That's not happened. Ball. As far as I know, so we don't. Cast. We don't have those things, but there's got to be. Yeah. The, I don't know. I've always wondered, especially in the secondary market like how much of that is real yeah i would say probably there's a good chance that if you're um buying it off of a dude off of facebook that it's probably not real <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean not uh, I not know, saying man. it's definitely not real but it's possibly not real we have Did you see there's a podcast, new distillery uh in western kentucky Western no. Kentucky Distilling Co. and Beaver Dam, Kentucky. Bet it's great. Bet it, I bet they're selling raw whiskey to start. <laughs> Probably thirty million dollar location, which is like that's like the 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 minimum startup cost. What would it cost us to just get a a, a small steal and start doing some moonshine? Are you a moonshine fan? Moonshine, yeah. Um, I could probably, I don't know if I could, you could probably get a still for like 150 bucks. Are you a moonshine? I imagine fan? moonshine's not that hard, not that much different from like brewing beer. No. I do. Moonshine is. Moonshine is when you want to go to, it. it, it is the modern, <laughs> it is the old school psychedelic. Yeah. When like just straight moonshine, I mean, probably not like. Oh no no no! That no. like flavored moonshine. Yeah, I got the lot. The one year Ohio State, which they're playing this weekend, Penn State lost to Ohio State lost to Penn State. Aaron's alma mater, and I drank almost like a whole. What are, they're not even bottles. They're like a they come Court in uh, jars. Yeah, like yeah, mason <laughs> jars of apple pie moonshine, which the apple pie is the best moonshine. I've done like yeah. the I mean, I've had peach, I've had Tennessee. strawberry, I've had watermelon, I've had it all. Yeah, the, none of I, it tastes good. <laughs> the big one is um, what's the big one? Not uh, old no, smoky. Like, yeah, old smoky. Yep, yeah, that's the big one in in Gatlinburg. Yeah, smoky we went to Sugarland Shine. I met this dude that was, and we thought he was joking at first, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm raising money because you know they work on tips and you, you, they do the tasting and stuff and." Like yeah, I gotta get my uh, my dad out of jail. <laughs> and we were like, oh yeah, ha ha. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not joking. And the other dude at the end came up and was like, yeah, he's really not joking. His dad's in jail. <laughs> I forget his name. I did leave him a good review. I I left him a Yelp review because they like make money off of uh, like they'll get like a bonus if if you mention them when when you do a review. When were you in Gallenberg? Like years ago. I was gonna say like that's a this was pre. Beers and beards. That you was know, Andy we, and my our first trip, our first two trips we took as a couple, 
We started in 2016. First one was Nashville and then Gatlinburg. Yeah. Now we're going to Italy and <laughs> yeah, Italy and Hawaii. You're that's <laughs> we your our game up a little bit. <laughs> look at look at you this year. Italy, Hawaii, Denver, Asheville. Yeah. Fucking Dallas. That's what you get when you don't have any kids. That's right. I'm going to, to California twice in three weeks. <laughs> that was yeah, for about that. Dude, I'm I'm so down on this. I'm not down on my trip. Like I'm I'm going to speak and I have a lot of good friends. That Where I'm, in California, like like LA? Monrovia. It's just outside of LA. Okay. Like I'm flying into Burbank. It's like a twenty minute drive to, from Burbank. Um, maybe see Jay Leno. Who's to say? I don't know. Isn't there like a there's like studios, a bunch of studios in Burbank, right? Mm-hmm. So the Tonight Show was filmed. Yeah. But the, my beef with the whole thing is the trip back. Like if you, Yeah, the trip back sucks. You know, like our conference is over, say, 3 p.m. There's no yeah. flights back after like that night. That doesn't get you. This is not like a red eye or an overnight stay at an at airport somewhere. Yeah. So stupid. And there's no direct flights out there, which is stupid. No, well. going definitely not from Burbank. Where are you going? Louisville to Burbank? Louisville to Burbank. Louisville, really? to, Ve- Louisville to Vegas to Burbank. Okay. I was going to say. I didn't think so, there was any Louisville to Burbank, California no. direct flights. No, it's Louisville to Vegas and then like a 40 minute flight to Burbank. Yeah. The, uh, um, red eye, I mean, if you can sleep on a plane, red eyes aren't terrible. I can't sleep on a plane. I it took me a while too, but I'm not a Delta guy either. I'm a I have almost exclusively flown Southwest for the last two years. Out of Louisville has a lot of Southwest flights, right? Yes, it's just like they're a little cheaper, and then and then they're get me where I need to go. Yeah, I'm going to Universal Studios next month, taking Southwest. Then I'm going to Boca Raton in December, and I'm flying Delta. And if you fly Delta in Kentucky, every Delta stops in Atlanta. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, they probably only have a flight, like, from Atlanta. Like, they probably... Is it out of Lexington or Louisville? I think this one's Lexington. This is an inside flight. This is an inside travel, yeah. <laughs> Podcast. Which I've, I've flown more in the last two years for work than I flew in the first 22 years. Yeah. Actually... I flew zero in the first 22 years. Um, so I'm in high demand though, David. Like I'm just a fucking, yeah. I'm trying to get on the motivational speaking tour. Yeah. <laughs> back to the movie. So they redid the hundred top hundred movies in 2007. And mm-hmm. uh, a handful of new movies that had either just come out or, or um, cause they first did it in 1998 or were released after. Mm-hmm. Uh, were added. So here's a, the list of, of movies, newer movies that were added. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. That was number 50. That came out in 2001. It. Have you watched that? Yes. Okay. The Sixth Sense. I have seen The Sixth Sense. Awful. That was number 89. Came out like, in You can't rewatch that movie, right? Once you know what happens, no. the whole movie sucks. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, which I was not that big of a fan of. It's too long. Uh, Steven Spielberg movie came out in 1998. Titanic, which of course I feel like that is not a good movie, but people just, it's such an epic movie. I feel like they mm-hmm. probably had to 
put it on there. Mm-hmm. Came out in 1997. You know what happened then. And then the other two movies that were these had come out in the first, um, the first after during the first, but uh, they these were added to the second list. Uh, Toy Story Solid. was added. That came out in 1995. Seen I've seen it no the less. Original than one is, is six hundred times. Incredible. Yeah, and then this one, I'm surprised that they didn't have it on the first one, but uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, came out in nineteen ninety four. I like it. Which Shawshank Redemption didn't win Best Picture because you know what won Best Picture that year? What? Forrest Gump. Yeah. What a yeah. great year for movies. They don't make them like that. We're not going to have any movies next year because of that strike. No. Maybe Marvel's got a couple in the pipe. Speaking of movies and movie stars, on this podcast we have discussed many a movie star branching out into the spirits world. And just when you thought you didn't know you needed a new whiskey, (laughs) Jean-Claude Van Damme, AKA the muscle from Brussels launches. What, what say you, a Irish whiskey brand called Oat Oat. Irish. Yeah. He's not Irish at all. Um, Van Damme discovered the whiskey brand through word of mouth. He was interested in entering the business, but wasn't sure which brand to partner with. Sure. Uh, the action star known for Double Impact, Kill 'Em All, and Kung Fu Panda franchise claimed he was in- introduced by an old friend to, or he's introduced by a friend to Old Oak. Found himself drawn to the brand, said he loved its smoothness compared to the more heavier whiskeys. And they have so, a Jamaican uh, rum reserve too. They do, uh, but this one, which I this is the this is the selling point for me that would, where I would probably try it. The three-year-old Irish whiskey suggests a retail price, 40 bucks. Not bad. No, not bad at all. Um, did you see who else has a new alcoholic uh, thing? Uh, Juan Valley? Connor McGregor has a new... Because he sold his beer. share in Proper 12, right? Yeah, Forged Irish Stout. <sighs> Did you see He's what he posted to, on Twitter yesterday? What that? What? Did you see what he posted on Twitter yesterday? <laughs> no, I don't really follow him anymore. But I, I, people were just reposting like, "What is going on?" He was asking some girl to eat caviar off of his nether regions. What? He po- he posted. He, it's on his Twitter <laughs> or his ex, whatever. It's Do you think like, he was trying to DM her? He's videoing himself doing it. Or somebody's videoing what? him doing it. And he the title of the tweet is, is like it still on there? Yeah, it was. Caviar off my balls. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry, Connie. Play it. He yeah, looks weird without his beard. Yeah. So you anyway. want to play it? No, I don't want to play it. <laughs> I don't want to give the way that I found out about this this Conor McGregor forged Irish stout. And this will be our MMA story of the week. Okay. Do you remember? uh, Do you know Combate Global is? I do. I Campbell. For some reason, I am connected with Campbell McLaren on Instagram on uh, LinkedIn. (laughs) I am too. Actually, that's probably why he got connected. He's one of the original uh, original uh, owners of the UFC founders. I don't know if he owned it, but he was part of the UFC when it started. But yeah. 
is Combate Global, which started out as like the Latin American. They didn't. They've they've like mostly stayed there, but then they've done a couple other. But they're doing them in Miami. They're, just they're in doing Scotland, right? Mexico, yeah, they're doing Mexico versus Ireland, and Forged Irish Stout is the sponsor of it with Conor McGregor as like the he's leading team Ireland. I like it. Also, shout out to the bagel, Anthony Jagel, who's like four foot nine. Fly Can away. we? One I just want, debut. Well, Adley and, uh, Edwards I'm retired. I'm at, who did? Adley oh yeah, Edwards. Adley. I trained with Adley back before he he made his amateur debut. I'm back before in. I made my amateur debut too. We were both O and O. You never made your amateur debut. <laughs> Buckeye MMA. Mm-mm-mm. Time flies when you're having fun, and that's that was what's happened. Hold on, what year would that have been? Twenty twelve. Yeah, because I was. That's when I was like, tr- I was basically doing Gateway MMA full time. Yeah. And uh, whoever else would give me money, <laughs> pay me. <laughs> pay me, bitch. Well, I don't know what's the. I got I got paid in cash from from them. Did you? And the, uh, the IRS is listening. Stop. Well, it's seven years, right? I don't know. Sorry, I mean, uh, of course, I reported all of it, but yeah, that was you. You got ten ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that year, I went to more MMA events than there are weekends in the year, Gary. I went to like fifty six events. Yeah, yeah I mean, back there. in the day, you could because t- I went to if, one if on they the were close. You could go. Day. Yeah, to Bellator. Yeah, yeah, you like that, and then the Thanksgiving week, there's shows yeah. on. And then um, I went to Bellator at uh, um, what's the the place in Louisville called? Um, X uh Fourth Street, Street Live. Fourth Street Live. Yep. And that was on a Thursday. And then I went to a handful on a Friday. The only weekends I didn't do MMA events were uh like Christmas and then Fourth of July. Every other weekend I did at least one event. Interesting. I had my graduation party. This was 2011, but I had my graduation party and then went to an event after the after that at Doughboys Pizza. In Asheville, Dough boys. Oh, Don't UVC call me Doughboy. I miss UVC. Right. Were you I ever aware of them? Me. They were. Yeah. Yeah. Cornelius Godfrey fought there. God rest his soul. Oh, yeah. That's the first, I think, one first show he went to, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now it's just, it's all just a, the local scene's just a mess, in my yeah. opinion. It's just the same people fighting all the time. Yeah, well, there's not as many people, but the people that are fighting are all like to get into the sport. I mean, right now you basically would have had to train through COVID. I feel like yeah. that weeded out a lot of the a lot of the 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 guys who shouldn't have been fighting anyway. I've almost finished a whole glass of bourbon here. Wow, half a liter of bourbon. <laughs> You're so European. I am European now. Yeah, so probably don't even shave your pits anymore. No. I never did. <laughs> Get too itchy. Well, listen, if you made it through this um, recap, this news, these life talks. Yep. We love you. We're going to try to get a podcast in before or after I get back from California. 
so fun fact, last time I was in California is this time last year, I used Drizzly for the first time. Yeah. So maybe plan on using Drizzly while I'm out there. I, or I found out you can actually take it on the plane, which I knew that, but. What do you mean? Think, like you can put it in your like luggage. Bourbon? Yeah. Yeah. If you have a so, carry, if you put in your carry on, you, you just put it in like small, like the, the small uh, two ounce bottles or whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I want to check a bag with a full bottle in there. <laughs> when what? You come, or on the way there. On the way there. Just take you, I, I bring my own whiskey. So <laughs> the funny story, I'll leave you guys with this. Uh, the first time I ever got asked to speak at an engagement was in Memphis at the Peabody. You know what, why the Peabody's famous, David? You told, That's where Elvis died. No, the Ducks. Oh, yeah, the Ducks. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So I took a bottle of uh, McKenna tenure down there. And this you drove one, there, right? Yeah, we drove there. But this was like at one time, this was probably a really fancy hotel, but it, it just it's age. Downtown Memphis is a shit show. The ducks so ran it, ran, ran the, it down. The ducks have run that shit ragged. <laughs> but we were in the hotel lobby and I had my bottle and I was just pouring people drinks and they came up to me and like, uh, sir, <laughs> you can't, can't do, do that. that. I was like, oh, it's just for decoration. Just, yeah, it's water. I was like, this is just, like, I'm from Kentucky. Like, this is what we do. <laughs> You're going to kick me out? Fuck you. Yeah, why can't you do that? That's weird. Maybe because they had a, I'm sure they had a liquor license. The, they guy a I, the guy I was with was, <laughs> he's a very successful businessman. <laughs> Ended up buying, while we were there, bought basically the whole bottle of Blanton's so he could. Yeah, so he could get the letter, right? So he gets the letter, yeah. Yeah. And I, it was, when the bill came, you walked away slowly. I, listen, you were like, like Homer Simpson in the bushes. Like, like, bro, I brought my own shit. You know, I didn't, I didn't drink none of your own shit. I brought my own shit. So, um, but yeah, if people still listen when we don't post, and I love you for that, yeah, and I love, I love the, the true people, the Wet, people that moist October sent us that. Maybe yeah, we'll give you some beer. <laughs> um, we didn't mention any sponsors or anything this week. I, be, I have been working on one, David. Me too. Spoiler alert, it rhymes with landscape. Oh yeah. I'm Fair because right. I'm trying to get a free Trimmer. landscaper. <laughs> for your a free edger. Yeah, a free uh you know. All right. Well, more to come on that. Yeah, more to come on that. We're working on that, but m- most importantly, we we just love you guys that listen. We appreciate that. Just me and David, we do this because we this is the only time we get to talk to each other. So, you yeah, know, like this is a phone call. This, if this podcast didn't exist, this would be a phone call. We'd be like, weekly. What's in the news? This yeah, week? like, well, y'all, oh, man, what you for take? Also, I'm gonna leave so you on this. Note. Clive Van Dam, fuck Bert the jet, whiskey. the jet. Oh, because of the Eagles. God damn it, dude, that was an awful game. That was fun to watch. <laughs> I love the NFL because of that. It's like, oh, the Jets just all yeah, of a sudden like they're, they're world beaters. <laughs> I, like I will say this. Unstoppable. <laughs> Karma is real because as soon as the Browns beat the 49ers, I was like, yeah. fuck everybody. The The Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Yeah. They are so far above in the NFC. Like nobody can top them. Yeah. And then the stupid 
Logan Jets. I think the thing, yeah, which, yeah, I think the thing with the NFC is I think there's two good teams. It's the 49ers and the Eagles, and it's everyone else. The AFC, I think there's more good no, teams. No, 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 no. Don't don't sleep on the Lions. The NFC North, they, the Lions will, I think they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. But I'm we'll holding see. true to my guns. Bills, Eagles, Super Bowl, lock that in. I'm a cape in mind, too. 49ers, Bengals. <laughs> Bengals stay hanging strong at three and three. Yeah. Yeah. When they're when they're three and six, don't don't cry <laughs> to me. I know they got the they got a bye week and then they got the 49ers and then um then I forget how they play. They have two we should back to back tough games. Get us tickets for I'm, oh no, yeah, the 49ers and then the Bills game Sunday night game that I'm going to. You didn't invite me. Yeah, I'm taking my beautiful wife. She doesn't care about the Bengals. She cares about uh, Taylor Swift. It, she might be there. But the Chiefs are. <laughs> We've been thinking about going to Kansas. Well, thinking about going to Kansas City because on New Year's Eve, the Bengals play at the Chiefs, and we're like, "Oh, that'd be a fun like New Year's trip." You know where I'm going on New Year's Eve? Where? I'm gonna go see Tyler Childers. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you did say that. So, are you going anyway, to any of the Jack Harlow concerts? Uh, he's got like uh, five coming up now, but they're all in his whole tour for next. Is it next year? Is all in Kentucky? Well, in December they're all in Kentucky. I thought it was all of it was like through next year, and it was like his only well, tour. I don't. He's allegedly year. he's in the studio. I don't know oh. he, when when Louisville beat Notre Dame, his reaction was like priceless. Right. Then Louisville went and lost to Pitt next week. No, dude. College football <laughs> How do you sucks. lose to Pitt? I don't know. How do you fuck lose to Missouri? Jets. Yeah, fuck <laughs> the Jets. Anyway, we love you. Beersbeardspod.com. Check us out on all the social medias. Uh, share this if you like it. If not, send us Moist October. You. Moist October to for, for a free. We'll uh, I'll send you some stickers if you send, send it to us. Yeah, get you some stickers. So until next week. I'll be in California. David, who knows where he'll be? Uh, Czechoslovakia, maybe <laughs> Australia. Who's to say? Who knows? He has he, his passport's open. That's right. So send us your recommendations. We love you. Toodaloo.